0: Welcome, folks, to the next episode of Tune to Cud. And today we're going to look back at uh, yeah, another loss for the men uh, away to Wolves on Monday night. Uh, we look forward to uh, sports on Sunday, kind of becoming a must win game now, another one. And we'll also talk to Michaela about the return to uh, the women's action. Uh, with a nice win during the week so uh, we'll start off with Michaela good afternoon Michaela
1: hi Joe how are
0: you I'm all good I'm a bit snuffy. I think two of us are so you will have to forgive us folks <laughs> both are head colds so uh, yeah back in action but before we get into the action um, a couple of chances, kind of obviously the, the main one was uh, Willie Cork kind of gone um, yeah was, was, wasn't really a surprise because like They've been struggling really at the start of the season.
1: Yeah, like even we were saying in the podcast, you could kind of tell he was being a bit under pressure and stuff. But um, his statement was, unfortunately, the season has not started the way we anticipated due to a very tough opening fixtures list and the rebuilding of a squad with eight players. And um, so from that, you can kind of tell it's kind of what we thought, you know, like a bit tough starting off the season. But again, it's not really... A great excuse to use, but anyway, he stepped away now and he said, Uh, I have no doubt the talented squad that I leave behind can go on to have a very bright future. So it was, yeah. he left on a nice kind of note there.
0: I think this is the best way to just don't burn your bridges just in case. But yeah, uh, yeah, kind of, there was, it, there was a few things, kind of, obviously, nine new players come in, and then, like we mentioned before, the change the system. So just, just like the eighth on the table now, it just expectations were huge. after all the players coming in it just hasn't happened
1: yeah exactly like I think everyone was just expecting so much it, there was all this hype built around the whole thing and we just didn't really deliver like obviously it was against the tough teams but you kind of hmm. thought that was our chance to show off show off what we got and unfortunately wasn't the case
0: yeah it just didn't happen and then in comes uh, Jean-Luc Vassour. I hope that's pronounced right my French yeah. isn't my he is signed
1: university. He signed on a two and a half year deal, and yeah, as you said, he's Frenchman. Um, he won the Champions League, uh, and he won the FIFA's World Cup Coach of the Year award in twenty twenty. Uh, he led Lyon into being European champions, and he also won the French league title, the Coupe de France, and the trophy, the Champions, and the Women's International Champions Cup, which is all of them things like it's so great to see coming in. Yeah. Yeah, Hopefully it'll be a big boost for the, the girl team. But he said that, um, like our ambitions to compete regularly in the Champions League was a key decision into him joining the club again. Just like great things to hear coming from him,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, talking to talk. And he actually started off to walk to walk because the uh, uh, the Continental League Cup on Wednesday, a great win against Leicester,
1: exactly. Like when I heard his, you know, what do you call it. Resume or whatever, and mm. everything that he's accomplished, and then he, it sounded really promising, you know. And I was so excited for the future, and then he just straight away delivered. His first game uh we played last round Wednesday in the Continental Cup, and it was just a great result for his first game.
0: Mm. It, it's always a every team gets like a, a new manager bounce, I call it, that the team just up the game. And now what? on the other side, Willie Cox Bob saying <laughs> Why they steal that one? I was there. You know, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we got off to a great start, three one away to Leicester.
1: Yeah. So yeah, as you said, we won three one. Um, Anna Anvilard scored within the first two minutes. So again, right mm. start. Flying start. Yeah. Um, she actually scored within the first two minutes against Reading as well a few weeks ago. So I think she likes them opening. Goals. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. No, the goal. It was a bit of a bad deflection, but. Nonetheless, a great piece of play and skill, and it's just one of them goals. It's just lovely to watch, you know, like the play beforehand and then the actual goal itself is just great to watch. And then we went two one up. Uh, or we went, <laughs> and then we went two 0 up. And um, you know, speaking of lovely goals, great goal from Izzy Christensen. It was an absolute cracker just before halftime. It was in the 39th minute. Amazing goal. Um, unreal. And then, unfortunately, we went two one down. Uh, because Brighton scored from it was a bit of an unnecessary free kick that we gave away. Um, and it was a great save from Sandy McI- Sandy McIver from the uh free kick, but it, she saved it onto the crossbar. Unfortunately, I think the defence were just the defense were a bit too slow to react. Mm. Um, and it was just tapped in like another goal like that. Conceded it's a bit downhearting, but we were still two one up. And then. Mm finish it off a goal in the 87th minute by Galvin. She came on and scored a brilliant header. And again, Izzy Christensen uh, delivered the great cross and she was just in the right place at the right time. as was a cracking goal.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the keeper's actually in good form. Not, I know it sounds silly, like they've been kind of shipping goals, but she's actually in good form this year.
1: Yeah, she has been. Like, all, I know from all my time of watching after women, she's just always been a really great keeper. Like, mm. talking like she would be the Jordan Pickford of the of the Everton women team. And yeah. um, like the amount of saves I've seen her pull off. Like I know recently we haven't had the best results, obviously, uh, and we have let in a lot of goals, but very few of them are kind of her fault. You know I mean? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she- kind of going, going forward now, uh, obviously to settle down now, will, will he change his system or will he, will he stick with the current one?
1: I'm not too sure. I think it'll be really interesting to see. I'm kind of hoping he changes it to change things up and go back to what there was before, you know, the mm. formation that all the girls are used to and try and get the new girls into that system. Mm. Hopefully he'll do something like that because I think the system that Willie Kirk was going through, it obviously wasn't working. Um, So hopefully he can come with something new and fresh and sort out the girls and hopefully we'll get a few more wins on the board.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this kind of new manager bounce, it, it, just, it just happens. Uh it happens to every team. But, uh don't say that to...
1: when we're coming against Tottenham like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, next.
0: No, it does. Listen, put your <laughs> mortgage. I know you're only young, but just put your mortgage or your savings. Smash that piggy bank out and put it on the <laughs> <laughs> no, to get a crispy depressed enough later without me starting already. Uh, okay, so and then they're back to league action this Saturday against Brighton.
1: Yeah, so the game's on Saturday at half five and it's in Walton Hall Park.
0: Okay. So uh obviously home game. So um you'd be looking for like a, a, a win, but I'm not Brighton, I think I hadn't looked at Brighton are just the bottom of the table, aren't they?
1: Yeah, like saying that again, um we have had some great results against Brighton in the past, so hopefully something similar will continue. I feel like, Mm. as you said, that whole balance of the new um, manager in, hopefully Mm. it will continue and the girls will just produce better results again.
0: Yeah, exactly. And just, just one thing before we go, Uh, the director of football uh, stepped down during the week, Uh, Sarvar Ismailov, uh, he's uh, stepped down for health reasons. So just, just hope that he's, he's fine. um, I, I just wonder, will it, will they bring in? I'm not quite sure about this, this fella. If I saw where, where he'd play with a director of football, and just wondering, will they bring in a director of football or just leave things the way they are?
1: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see because obviously um, that was just effective immediately kind of mm. you know, for his own personal health reasons. So it will be interesting to see if he brings a new one in, but I'm not too sure. I'd say we'll find out soon enough anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so hopefully the, uh, the new manager bounce that's a new word now. We're going to leave the time. <laughs> like I said, hopefully it wasn't happening on Sunday against sports. Uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, it continues. And uh, listen, we'll talk to you next week after a break again. Thanks, yeah, Michaela. Thanks,
1: thanks a million. Bye.
0: Bye. This is Kevin
2: Campbell and you're listening to Chewing the Cud with the Irish Toffees. Come on, you Blues. Welcome
0: back, back, folks. Uh, Michaela is kind of upbeat there now after a good uh, return to action for the ladies' win. Ladies, team, sorry. Uh, winning start for the new manager as well. So okay, that's all the uh, positive stuff out of the way. Now we get into the man's story of things and absolutely scutter continues. Uh joined by the three lads, Richie, Colly and Chris. Good afternoon, gents. Hey boys, morning. Hey, hey Joe, how are you? Uh it's kind of deja vu, groundhogs all the same. Collie's just it's just depressing again. It's it's ridiculous. Um Richie, before the match, uh, Benitez said about the, about the starting lineup. He says uh, he he picks the starting lineup on what players do in training, and I know we said it, and we say it all the time, uh, what is a Wobie doing in training? Because he's not actually doing anything on the. I know here's the Walby show again, but I mean, I just my heart sinks when I see the chap on the starting eleven. It's just, but like, why is he doing in training? Because it's just he doesn't it on the pitch
3: I, I I have no idea you know and I think there's a lot of Evertonians around the world scratching their head wondering the same thing because we're looking at the same dribble and if he's coming out kind of giving the statement saying oh yeah you know whoever's performing it at training or whatever but you know apart from a goal that just kind of f- fell in front of him there wasn't a you know that that was the the, the sum of his performance you know first half completely non-existent and along with most of them, kind of forgive a little bit of the first half, given that we were on about 25% possession and wingers being in and out of games. Anyway, you're feeding off scraps, but, mm. you know, you, you, you got to try to get involved as well and just added nothing. But him aside, you know, as, as a team, as a unit, we were horrendous, yeah. horrendous. You know, the one thing I kind of said the other day was you want to see your reaction kind of in the first 10 minutes or whatever. And it was whatever an anti-reaction is like, you know, we just went into a shell and we cowered away from it. We were afraid to do anything. And, you know, as soon as they kind of realised that they ran at us a little bit, you know, they carved us apart at will and we were chasing shadows. Again, poor Gabelman hung out to dry. He clearly wasn't, mm. isn't ready for it, you know, but we've, we're we looking at the same thing with two in midfield and we just don't have the personnel to do it. And, you know, the 20-minute spell or a half-hour spell where they just, you know, it, it, they... Two, they'd won this allowed, and probably could have been a whole lot more. I think. I think they mm. took the foot off the gas, and yeah, that that first forty-five minutes was absolutely dreadful. And for me, it was probably worse than the Watford, the, the Watford collapse because that was something that's kind of in the heat of the battle. Whereas here, we had time to to plan and to prep and to get our mentality right. And we were we were pathetic. We were absolutely pathetic. There's no dressing it up. Bit of a reaction, thankfully, in the second half. But again. Wolves' game plan changes when you're two 0 up. It's a different game, you know. They're happy to sit back and kind of defend the lead. And you know, we huffed and puffed. You know, when we got one, you say, right, go on, let's have a go at it. But I don't even think we really kind of threatened. I think they were kind of more likely to get a third than we were a second. So really, really disappointing. Again, you know, whatever way you dress it up, I think we were, we were very, very bad.
0: Yeah, it was. It's, I know you were there, Chris, and it was it was just it was just a horror sort of first half. But I, I felt. I'm not felt sorry for McGammon. I don't I don't think he should have started to be honest. But you could do it, like his first start in nearly two and a half years, he just wasn't up with the races whatsoever. I'm not I'm not picking out individuals I'm just going through the, the changes he made, but he was just so far off the pace, it was it was unbelievable.
4: Yeah, just positioning and stuff and off the ball. he was in no man's land. He had a few nice touches on the ball when he when he when he had it, but look has been said we don't have anybody that can do what the car does in a two-man midfield. You know, what he brings was, I think, Alan needs Dakaray beside him to bring out the best in him as a two. So, again, we always say hindsight. If there was an extra man in midfield, if Gabamon was just a sitter or he had Alan and someone else in front, well, maybe a three-man midfield might have fared a little bit better. I'm not going to hammer the manager too much because, to be honest, I've been calling for weeks. What's the story with Gabamin. He's been on the bench. He's been training. Why isn't he getting a shout? And I think it was a lose lose because if Davis had a start, it would have been like, Fucking Davis playing again. Give Gabaman again. You know, so it's, you know what I mean? I'm not going to hammer the manager and I'm not going to be calling out for Gabaman from here on in. And um, we don't, it's not really his fault. It's his first start in two years and the Premier League's intense, you know, it is Yeah, physically and the speed of the game it's very hard so he was hung out to dry a bit but it's just I like the issues we have it's either him Delph or Tom Davis so we don't have anything really you know um, yeah look we were we were rubbish let's be honest um, if it wasn't for Pickford I think they could have been far up at half time and it was really really difficult to watch as in a way I, of course he had a great day you're going somewhere else what else should you be doing on a Monday you're with a great crew you have a few beers during the day and you get to the game, and any kind of you know how it is on the concourse. You get into the seat, and pre-match you have enthusiasm and your, your steam, and you know what I mean. But once the game starts, it just drains any sort of enthusiasm out of you. We just didn't show anything. You we were really hoping for some kind of some kind of reaction, you know. Um, you could probably understand the first 10, 15 minutes. Maybe we focus on being solid and not giving away stupid easy goals, but. We didn't and when we got the ball we just couldn't retain it. It was the basics and you know it was row 10 at the away end so I mean it was pitch level essentially and you could see it all in front of me and it was just really really bad how we struggled to just pass the ball to a Blue short, three, four Mm -hmm. yards away. We were just at sea. We couldn't do the basics so the fender was all over the place Uh, their centre forward kept. We always struggled dropping in between the lines picking up the ball and the wing-backs get forward. We can't deal with the wing-backs at all. They were good, too. You know, they were all over us. And, yeah, it was it was shocking. And, look, second half, I think we marginally improved. But it still wasn't great either. I don't, we had a lot of ball in our own. You know, we played in front of them an awful lot. Other than the garden header, we didn't really pepper the goal or have a sustained amount of pressure. So... No complaints, we were deserving to be. And I wasn't expecting a whole lot going over. And it's kind of sad you're going, taking days off and you're going to his games and spending your own money to go and support them. And from where I was standing, and we'll use Owobi as an example because he was in front of me on the wing for the whole first half. It just looks more like they lacked the desire, the application to put a foot in when they could. And you can't accept that as a fan. You can accept we're not good enough. It's not going to happen. You know, sometimes we're missing players. Things aren't going to go your way. You can have off days. Everyone does. But lack of commitment and desire and trying to win the ball, and you know, that's, that's not acceptable. And there was a lot of that all over the pitch. And just, it's just, again, it goes back to what we've said on the previous few weeks. We're just really, really struggling without three or four of our main players. And I don't really see how we can change it until we get a few
0: more bodies back to be honest. Mm. It's it's hard, Carl, because like Richie said, the the uh, this first half was kind of a continuation mm-hmm. of the like collapse against Wofford, but another couple of changes, obviously Richardson came back in which we, we needed kind of probably against Wafford to be honest. But how um, Hogate came in and he kind of put Godfrey out because obviously Luke Dame was out uh and like how getting keen, they were just at sea, the two of them. They were just, like we talked before about trying to build partnerships, but uh, they were just, I don't think, it looked like they weren't even talking to each other. It was just horrific.
2: Yeah, um, obviously last week's podcast was quite uh, 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 one of annoyance, let's say, Joe. Um, apart from the results against Wolves, just a couple of things that we just didn't like to see. Players arguing amongst themselves. Um, Goffey from from the kickoff, Goffey was putting every ball that he got back to Pickford, so that was swing posters for any forward to, mm. to check out. And then obviously when he made a mistake for the goal, the hand goes in the head. It's no, no other player for, for having to go over to console him. There's little things like this the, the confidence just seems to have been zapped out of the, the team, the stroke, the squad. Um, over the last few weeks, you know, and I appreciate what we're down. You know, Dominic and Dakari and Mina and what have you. But <clears throat> and we don't have the players. Like Chris said that uh, he didn't really blame Benito. Well, he actually did. Uh, we have no players in their squad that can play as a two if Decore is not there. Uh, he needs to go with a three. He needs to have one sitting. And, you know, if that's Delph or if that's Gabon. Gabon hasn't played in two years. Uh, I don't I think that the injuries are. The amount of injuries that he's picked up over then two years Unfortunately I don't think we'll ever see The good that we bought Joe And I think he will be shipped on yeah, Which is unfortunate because You know the, the lad's a, a, a big unit He comes across as quite athletic But I just think the premiership will be just A step too far from In relation to Holgate and Clean. Well where do you start Um Holgate was well, the last season or the season before? He's one of the best, season before uh, last season. He was one of the best players in the season in the centre half. Thought he was fantastic, and mm. I, I not say he was rubbing my hand, saying, "Oh, this is a lad now we have now for the you know, next five, six years, etc." But the chap was just—he, I think—he came out in an article uh, last season after it was ended, saying that he needed to step up and he knew that his form wasn't on, on top. But the the chap was dreadful. I thought. Not that any any of the players against Wolves can come off with a head head high, maybe, except for Pickford, uh, Joe, to be honest with you. Um, It was just a dreadful, dreadful team performance. And I just think, I genuinely think it reflects the club, as in where where we are at the minute, because I've always been a huge advocate of, of Brands. I read up about him before he came in, but a lot of the blame has to be pointed at Marcel Brands. You know, um, due to due to people that are in the club, Benitez yeah has to share his portion of blame for uh, the Wolves' performance. He did change it up to a tree into the mi- middle of the park in the second half. That seemed to have a slight bit of a, uh, an improvement, but you know you can go on about injuries job. But the club is a mess. Uh, we 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 done a podcast at the very sad season. We predicted where we'd finish, and I think between the fours as we said maybe eighth or ninth. We're a middle of the road team, Joe. Uh, the league. Is reflecting that at the moment. You know, I love Everton. I'm 43 years uh, supporting him now, and I don't think I'll ever see him win a, a, a league again. Um, and that's an awful thing to say. Like, I have a nine year old who doesn't like football as such, and he'd always, you know, slag me and his mates slag me over supporting everyone because they're whoever, Liverpool or Man U, and all that. But, like, you know, me to know I support Everton at the moment, he laughed me. Laugh me out of the house, Joe, you know, that kind of way. Um and that that's what hurts me the most, Joe, I'm being honest with you. You know, the kind of way. I love where when, you know, obviously you and Dean will go across the matches and talk, you know, and Dean's, when, when Dean's up when when older, and I'd love to bring William for the cross. He'd have no absolutely no interest in going out over me. And that's the thing that kills me, Joe, you know, that kind of way. I know it's probably just a bit of a personal thing, but it's just a shambolic club at the moment and no one seems to want to get a grip. There's no there's no transparency in the club. There's no one coming out making any sort of statements or, you know, we're being linked. I guess they saying the, the first time we've been linked to a different manager. Like, are we really going to get down that road again? What they need is, it, if we get hammered on Sunday, are we going to call for his head again and rebook the, the, the whatever sort of, of plans there is for, for the club? You know, it, it's just, it is bordering the ridiculous and, and I know Bramley Moore is, you know, it's going to be the great new team for everyone just, I genuinely don't care about Brown anymore at the moment Joe. I'm just so despondent about supporting everyone I know, probably shouldn't be on this pod saying that Joe but it's, it's, it is where I am at the moment just, just after that defeat the first 45 minutes against Wolves you shook your head and thinking what's it about like, I genuinely pity Chris you know from the point of view that Chris has flown over made his way down watched the game again spent his own money and to be returned with that shambolic performance you know, I do apologise. I'm very down. A beat about the performance, show, but it's just—it's just got to a stage. where eh? you just—just just give me a perform A ninety-minute performance, not a forty-five, not at twelve, not fifteen. Give me a ninety-minute performance. If you get beat, you get beat. But Jesus, lads, leave everything out on the pitch. I don't then how many times, Joe, you've said this over the pods in, in, in recent seasons? Just give us ninety minutes. Give the fans ninety minutes. And if you end up getting hammered, well, so be it. But at least. A fan can leave the say himself, well, they've they done their look, just didn't work out. You know, we didn't get our look today, but, you know, just
0: positive signs going forward. It's not too much for us to ask for, really, is it? No, it's not. And I think that's the thing, Rich, as well. Uh, I know, like, colleagues there are saying, like, they owe us a performance, but I think it's getting the size where they owe themselves a performance because they're just letting themselves down week after week. And it's not just, the, it's not just, obviously, it's losing, but. It's the manner of the defeats. It's just like lay down, die, and let teams... Like, Wofford pissing all over us. I mean, that, that should have been like, like we said last week, that's the law now. Don't, don't, don't go lower than that book. But the display against Wolves is just, especially the first time, was just lacking in everything that you want from a team.
3: I mean, it going out with a whimper, you know, it's very hard to take anything from it. But I suppose it's just the a- Collapse that we've seen, kind of, from the last international break. You know, we were kind of happy going into the last international break. Good result against United. You know, came back, and we were poor against West Ham. You know, it was a, it was just a dour day. Nothing really kind of went. Never got going, and you just think, right, scratch it off. Let's go again. You get a good start against Watford, and you say, right, we'll kick on again. But it just seems to have fizzled, and the confidence has been completely drained. And you can put so much down to it that. Injuries as such, but I mean, you're not playing top teams in, say, West Ham or good side. But I mean, you no know, world beaters, you know. Watford, Wolves, they're teams that we need to be beaten or to be contesting with? And the fact that we're, you, you think if we were to play, kind of even to eighty five percent, we should have enough to be taking something out of these out of these fixtures, like, and to be coming away with nothing from from the three of them is, it's poor and it's worrying us. And that's it from from the players' point of view. Do these players kind of have the confidence to go and to dig in and to get a result? So you kind of wonder with the list of fixtures of the that, that's coming up in the next kind of six weeks or so, where are they going to come from? You know, there's, there's, there's some tough fixtures in there and maybe it'll suit to kind of be underdogs as such and to be able to sit in and to dig in and to just kind of defend and hopefully play on the break the way that we had been set up earlier in the season. But you still have to be confident, you know, and if you can't pass the ball five yards, it doesn't matter who you're playing because you're just, you know, it's, it's basic stuff. And it's just, I don't know. You look at the goals. It's the repetitiveness of conceding stupid goals, making individual errors. You, and all the training in the world can't atone for that. That's all mental, you know. You know, you go down to squad. I don't think the second one happens if you ha- if Luca Dean is there. His body shape is wrong. If he's left footed, he's gone down the line, and it's mm. you know, it's either he may have lost control, whatever it is, but it doesn't happen. He's turned back into goal, and it's you know, and a shit ball. And and it's two 0 and at that it's it's game over. But I don't know. For me, it's just it it has to be a lot of mental stuff in there as well, you know. And see, Benita's in the in the press conference today see so he was going back to the basics of what we were doing right in the early part of the season, you know. And I suppose that's what we have to focus on. It's been three games, you know. You right now, I suppose it's we're all really despondent and you're saying, right, where does it come from? If you were to, to, to pull a result out, it's quick football can change as well. So try to just keep hope because we're here for the long haul, you know, so just hope that one result, whether it's enough, Tostan's arson the last minute on, on, on Sunday, will get us a point or we'll get us a win that we can kind of kick on and just kind of get that monkey off the back and say, right, uh, a bit of confidence again, because right now, I think the whole lot of them are drained of it.
0: Yeah, they're, they're, like you can see it, like there's just zero confidence in that team. Um thing is, Chris, like Gritty said, the is coming up. I mean, I'm looking at these and saying it's kind of damaged limitation to just get to January and be somewhere mid table because the way they're playing and the, it's like I said, the manner of the defeats, it's just it's, the derby on the horizon is actually looking like. It's gonna be a horror horror show again.
4: We've said before it's the Watfords, the West Ham's, the Wolves, those kind of teams where we need to get the points on the board. Mm-hmm. not the City away or Liverpool at these game. Not that they're free hits or anything, but we spoke how important it was. It's not the be all and end all getting beat, by the top five, four or five teams in the league. It's what we do against the teams below us and that we're contesting with. That is going to really decide where we finish. Like you said, West Ham last year barely beat a top five team, but they beat everybody else. They should be beaten. So to go on a run of three games and then have to go now after the break, well, Spurs, obviously, with our new manager bouncing, they have to play City. You know, we've Brentford away, poxy game, the Derby, it's always poxy. Mm. You know, Arsenal at home, they're playing well. Then we have Palace away, they're playing well, Chelsea away, so... I mean, you could be looking at fucking eight defeats on the on the bounce, really, yeah. if football was played like that. But it's not. We were in a similar situation last December, and didn't we end up beating Chelsea at Goodison, and we we beat Arsenal at Goodison? We, you know, we, we're no fans. We got a few. We beat Leicester away. So, look, I'm sure we will pick up points where where we're not expecting. Like the car race should be back after the break. Hopefully, calvert Leon. Hopefully, Maina. That'll make a big make a big difference to us from 1 to 11 we still do have a relatively top 7 top 8 team on be really well balanced of course we need additions but it's just when we're good we're, there's no in between with everything you know we play well we play well but when we're bad my god are we bad there's no in between with us it's either yeah. good or catastrophic they look like they're They've only been thrown together for the first time. They can't pass a the ball. They, just, the players look. The manager hasn't been perfect by any means. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Benitez fan. I'm not a defend them to the hilts, You know, of course, he has to take responsibility. But the players are brain dead. I mean, some of the the individual mistakes we've seen this season. They can You know, they're the same goals we're conceding. Whether it's be it set pieces, and we can talk about zone American and. Like I said last week, in the Dakari, Calvert-Loon into those three zones and I think we'll defend set pieces a lot better than we have been. But, basic amateur football, if the ball is there, go and win it. You know what I mean? It's fucking, it's not rocket science. It's what defenders should be doing. We just don't have any leadership, no aggression, no desire, none of that, you know. No one's taking responsibility for their roles. They're all just pointing fingers. You didn't do this, you didn't do that. And, Making silly mistakes, unforced errors, can't keep control of the ball. It felt sorry for a Charleston the other night, nice. chasing shadows. We were just, there's a 40 yeah. yard gap between our midfields, nobody up him on his own against Connor Cody. And he was chasing shadows. He didn't have a sniff. You know, he didn't get a ball to feet. He didn't get a ball in the box. He wasn't played through. We didn't have any chances. No crosses in, nothing. You have to feel sorry. And he ran his bollocks off the whole night. You know, mm. fair, fair play to him I felt sorry for him him and Pickford are probably the only ones I'd say you know they can take anything away just because of the work he done off the ball everyone else Marry Great Holly was his worst game for us he's one of the guys you'd look to yeah, he looked very tired he, he looked bollocks he did mm. but even his decision making in the final third when he normally sizes up his man he just ran it out of play or he just lost it too easily and It was just a terrible, terrible night. And, you know, we're going to have this debate. Anthony Gordon, if that header right in front of us, I thought it was in. It was a great save from their keeper. If that header goes in, you know, it's a two all draw and you're seeing great character. The narrative changes just by one thing, you know, great fight back. At least the lad showed this or that. Gordon's head is up and, you know, does he deserve a star next? All the narrative changes. And then you're going into the Spurs game, maybe a bit more positive. Forget last season. We t- twice we lost four games on the bounce twice last season, and I went. Oh, ultimately we finished tenth, but we were ten games to go. We were fourth, you know. We're going to have patches where we lose a few games and we win a few games, and ultimately we're probably, you know, a mid-table team realistically, but we just need to get back to basics and hopefully going into next week, Tottenham game. They have to play on the crowd because you know we get a slow start and we're getting peppered into it. spores are peppering the goal and we can't get over half and we're kicking the ball out of play. The crowd are waiting to turn and understandably we're pissed off. And it's this has been going on for years, watching just fucking rubbish, you know, week after week after week, watching professionals lashing the ball into the stand and that. And I just think with the money we spent and that it's shocking how we haven't got 11 players capable of putting some new, a new retaining possession for a period at a time or pinning the opposition in or creating chances with little patterns of play and link up. You never see us do a one-two or any of this basic stuff, you know? So, but look, I'm just ranting on now, but all we can do is just try and, just try and hope that things will change. Because as Rich said, beat Spurs... You're still in the mix, or any couple of points off the European places. I know we've City away to come, but hopefully, with a full squad, hopefully, after the break,
0: things might turn around, you know? Yeah, so that's the thing that pisses me off big time, Collier, Is that like we, we, if we turn around and beat Spurs, oh, that's great, but it, it, it just makes the defeats like to Watford and so on harder to take because why don't they perform like this all the time? Like, they did it. last season, Sanchez a string of games, and the season before as well. There's three or four games where we like we beat Chelsea, beat Arsenal. I think we drew against Liverpool. But we just, like Chris said, we have to be beating the teams that we should be beating. And we just, year after year, continually let ourselves down against like, the likes of ponies Southampton, Watford, all this. So something has to shine somewhere. and like, I just can't put my finger on it, where it is. If you're
2: living in the, in the Liverpool area, Joe, and you were trying to be a psychologist, would Everton Football Club be your best oh. training ground ever? Wouldn't it? Imagine imagine going in there on a weekly basis, just looking at the players and, and, and trying to assess their, their mental uh, their mental age or mental brain or whatever, whatever the case would be. You, you'd be in heaven if you're a psychologist because mm. I don't think... We we've gone through what now, six, seven, eight managers, whatever the case may be, and none of them seems to be able to uh to, to figure it out, Joe. So yeah, it's it's like we certain players we, we know, you know, play well with confidence and then when, when they when it appears that they've no confidence they, they have shockers and we actually seem to have more of them players than I actually thought we did, Joe, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There yeah. doesn't seem to be any players out there that would just go out and, and, you know, roll up their socks and, 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 you know, just get stuck in, you know, a couple of passes go wrong and, you know, crowd gets it on the back and they seem, to, the head just seems to go and they built it down once, once away from them. They're not taking any responsibility of taking in the ball. Mm. Uh, they don't want the ball, you know, and that was, for me, that was visible against Wolves, you know, the kind of way. We, we, it's a shame that we, we just don't have that. Well, certainly not many of them type types of players, you know, that kind of way and I don't know, it's just I, I I wish I wish I knew. You know what's changed over international League. You know, the lads already mentioned before the international League, we got the the, the results up open, open uh, you know in a draw and we we're all living on a highway, dying for the Waffle game. And actually, said that the international break was coming at the right time because it gave players uh, more time to recover, etc. etc. And then since then, it's just been flat. So, and not many went away, Joe. You know, the kind, mm-hmm. that was the other side. So only D, only I think, was away. Obviously, the, the English lads. But like, I know, when, when you look to be a fly in the world, sometimes you go in and like, have there been issues on the, on the training ground, you know, what's. Like you, they release these videos every week and I watched the, the one that they released yesterday and I like think everyone seems to be in good spirits with one another and players are popping the ball left, right and centre. No, it's not something's onto the
0: pitch watch that. On, on
2: match day No, it's not and you, you look at this and say James, Rondon why can't you do that you know that kind of way
0: and
2: mm. not just Rondon you know there's other players there and like you just think to yourself can you not just do that on the pitch like you know that kind of way and you know, again that's a very you naive, know, simplistic reply Joe I know but I don't know I'd love to know I, I do think there's, there's issues within the squad Joe I don't think everything's good in the background there what they may be I have no idea but I just hope for the results on, on Sunday maybe as you said yourself this Premier League is, is a league of ups and downs and roller coasters and whatever way you want to describe it and I'm sure if you do manage to get a result on Sunday that we'll be on the, on the bounce again going into the, the next game on, on a horrible you know it's going to be a tough game on on Sunday, Joe, and, and I wouldn't be holding me, the, the, uh, I wouldn't put money on, on us winning. But that's for later on in the pod. But yeah, I just wish I could you put your finger on it, Joe, that you could come up with some realistic explanation as to over the last three games why we just fallen apart. You know you can look at your all Americans and you can look at this and you can look at that, but you know if there's an issue. Fix it. He he. he Need seems to think that the zone of American will stay, and it's the players that need to become accustomed to it. And I don't know, it, it's a tough one, Joe. And I, I just genuinely wish I had the answer, but I, I don't, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, the thing that, that gets me as well, and it's been a, going on for a couple of games, Rich. Um, the players are starting to fight between themselves. You can see a couple of times, uh, like Coleman's like he's captain, he, he kind of gets the chance to give out he, like he's lashing players and, and you'd see it and players are reacting now so it, it's not nice to see and it's, like I said it's happened a couple of times Homer had a goal or a wall had a goal at Pickford uh, like he's had to go at Godfrey there the other night as well so but you, you don't like to see it as much as it has to happen from a captain but you, you just don't like to see that happen so much
3: I think there's a line sometimes it just looks like there's bickering and that there's you know Coleman was the one that kind of stood out the other night but then there was Alan and, and Keane as well so sometimes, yeah. sometimes you like to see it to say yeah. something you know give a fella a bollock in if he deserves it and get him tuned in if that's you know if it's if it's a mental thing or whatever it is sometimes I, I like to see it but you know sometimes it just feels like you're pushing blame on someone and that you know and I think it's it probably seems negative all the time now because we're so desperate you know we're clinging mm. on to every little thing and we're making so many mistakes that we're pointing fingers and that's the kind of, that's where it gets kind of negative again, you know, that it's, but it's, you want the, the captain to stand up, you know, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too against it, but I, I, I do think it's a fine line because, you know, sometimes you need an arm around the shoulder rather than a kick in a hole, you know, but I think, yeah. I think it, as as individuals and as professionals, they need to, they need to all, need to have a look and they all need to stand up and you know do it as a collective you know it's all well and good and Coleman is the guy who's kind of pointing the finger and he's doing the shouting that's he as a captain you expect it but I think every one of them you see Michael Keane you know getting a run around and Alan is, is kind of questioning him he's just standing there he's like a young from school getting given out to like yeah you know nearly blushing. You know, just, you know, stand up and kind of give a little bit back or something, show a little bit of, a bit of spirit. But I, I, I do think it's it's lack of leadership, you know, when when the going gets tough that tough, we don't have these guys on the field that are willing to kind of not just talk, it, but to put a foot in and to kind of make something happen, you know, and to do the talking with the ball. And we've been lacking these guys for a long, long time, you know. You kind of look back at, you know, it's supposed to, Phil Neville tacking or Ronaldo as one that's, you know, they kind of pops yeah, yeah they, they, kind of, they kind of pops up every so often to say right that we just need something to galvanize and talk on the field as opposed to you know pointing fingers and things like that. But I I, I really don't think we have the leadership among that that those players that are on the field at present. I think we are missing a lot of leaders, and that's kind of partially the reason for a for the the sudden decline.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like as much as. Seymour's captaincy is, is... Like, he's a good captain, he's a, he's a good... Lead, but you need a few of these all over the pitch, Chris, and we just, we just don't have them. Just, just going back onto the game, like the second half, like Delft come on kind of steadied the ship a little bit um, and was probably one of our better players than the second half. I know that sounds ridiculous to say it's Fabian Delft, but like he was, he kind of settled the game down. And I think it was, like Cody said, it was more, more the fact that uh, he was in a 3 rather than him individually. No, but, I don't know, does he start, on, he's kind of rolling into Sunday. does he start on, on, on Sunday with Alan and Gabamin or Davis even?
4: I don't think he'd have enough, he'd have enough in the tank to start from the start. And look, I know we fucking, Rondon's been playing every week, but he's still made a bleeding cheese, strings. Delph, it's his first appearance in, what, off the season probably, isn't it? I don't think yeah, he's played, yeah. has he, this season? No. He's playing against Leeds, did he played. Came on against Leeds. Yeah, came on against and Leeds. Yeah. a two footer and he gave away a pen on the last yeah. minute. But, <laughs> but that's that's really what you're reduced. To. It just shows how we're how we're lacking, and how much we're lacking if you're relying on Fabian Delph. And to be honest, I think when we first signed him, he was okay. You know, I remember a couple of seasons ago when he he, play, he played that role. We played Wolves at home. Remember that? Richarlison got a couple of goals. He beat them three right, two.
0: Yeah. We looked good. He
4: was part of it part of that team, we look good, we good balance about it, but like he's played at the top level, he's won things with Man City he's played in the Champions League and if he was fit and he playing consistently, he probably wouldn't be a bad option really, because whatever you think of him, and I'm not a fan of the guy as a person or you know the way he goes on on social media or the way he carries himself and the way he, the money is getting to be injured all the time, you know, I don't I'm not a big fan of him, but he done well when he came on and you give him that. And if he's fit enough to play, well, I'd rather see him ahead of Tom Davis and Gabaman. I don't know. He was he was given a raw deal. Would he look better in a tree? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Um it'll be interesting to see whether we match Spurs up. They're gonna go three at the back now with Ragulion and Emerson pushing on as the wing backs. And as you're seeing, we didn't cope with that very well against Wolves. So will we but we bring in and go three at the back and play Luca Dean and Coleman and match them up. Maybe, obviously, that drops you into a back five, and then you have kind of a whoever's your sitter. Then, so it's easy to revert back into a four-five-one or whatever way you want to do it when you're defending. You know, um, yeah, look, I don't know. I really don't know. Delph, he I mean, could probably get injured in training, fucking in the morning. You know what I mean? So it's hard to say, but. It, it, it's a tough game, look, it's a tough game, obviously, and Dave, the new manager, bounced Conte, they'll all want to impress, and the script writes itself, whatever, and Harry Kane's having a stinker, he hasn't scored, and he always scores against us, we just, even last year, at got he need done nothing for the whole game, and Kane up the ball, the whole ass twice, and he tapped two in, you know, we just mm. seemed to shoot ourselves in the foot, and, you know, it's, it looks like another defeat, but, Football is funny. Um, If we go about it the right way, if we show up and we show the desire and we get stuck in, even throw a tackle in on San early doors, put them in the fucking lower bullens, let them know we're there, show the crowd they're up for it. Yeah, Fans will react. They have to use the crowd. We can't be... They have a good side. Look, don't get me wrong. Like, was a brutal manager, in my opinion. Even their squad, like the players like Ndombele, not playing. Bergwine not playing, you know, you know, Song mm-hmm. Kane, the Salzo, all these kind of good footballers, Regulian, good left back, your man Harry is a good sitter, defensively they can be got at. I think they're not, you know, their centre-back's dire and stuff, they're not, they concede a fair amount of goals, but we can't just sit in for the whole game and try and play them, we have to have a bit of a go at them, you know, and get the crowd on side and you just don't know what will happen then, you know. It's a funny game, but I'm not expecting a whole lot of more hopeful than anything else. And you know, when I'm in the barrel of eight points deep, I think the false optimism <laughs> kicks in, and you're thinking, if we get at this, get a foot in, you, you don't, you know what I mean. And then as soon as you rock up, place is flat, we can't keep the ball, we're lashing balls up to Richardson on his own, and oh, here we go again. but we don't have a good record against these. We haven't beaten them, I think, since the Elevich score and injury time. We beat them 2-1 when we got two goals in injury time. We rarely beat them at goodness. We always, and we always seem to struggle against them. We've just been one of those teams. But, yeah, look, what you want to see, you want to see a reaction. You want to see character. You want to see us fight for every ball. Go man for man. You know what I mean? Get stuck in, smothered on them Don't give them the time on the ball. Let them knock around, take the piss out of us. You don't want to see us chasing shadows and not knowing where we are or what we're doing. Just be sure of ourselves. Attack at the right moments. Not make any stupid mistakes. And just, just see how we go. You know, the crowd, as he said, get the crowd on side and and uh, and see how we go.
0: Yeah, that's the thing as well, Carl. I know uh, a couple of people said, "Oh, the atmosphere is flat at us in the last few games." Well, to be honest it's flat if, if the shit they're like, dished up in front of you. It's hard to, to get going when you're looking at the rust. So, don't think you can blame the fans because like that, like, if players put the effort in, you get the fans on side and the fans will, will get behind the team. But, they just have to be from the very first whistle. Just add it. And like I keep saying, repeat, just come off dripping a sweat. Just put the effort in.
2: Yeah, uh, time upon time last season we said this Joe on this pod and done it many times. You've said it already this season. Just give us ninety plus minutes of pure commitment. Uh, where the where the jersey with pride, you know. I know a lot of these look at them and say, "Oh, they're only here for the money, Joe." Which is you can label that a few of them at the moment. But surely, as fans and as you rightly said, just give us something. Give us ninety minutes plus of hard work, you know, commitments and and look if we fall at the final hurdle we fall at the final hurdle but that's all we're looking for surely Joda. you know you guys are heading over for the game just for you guys and, and everyone else in Park, and good as a paragon for me that will watch this in, in a hotel somewhere in Limerick because of the bring me up to on taekwondo competition that you know I'll have to get away from horde so I can watch the game. You know, the when we more than likely to get in trouble because where are you going? i have to go to the Jacks again and you're in the Jacks on the Jacks <laughs> listen, you know. This is what we have to do, you know, but just yeah. for, for things like that, just give us 90, 95 minutes, lads, of just a bit of passion, a bit of fight, a bit of, you know, fuck this and we're going to grow and, you know, we'll put our, everything into this game and if we come off beaten but we leave a lot of sweat on the ground but fair fair enough you know the kind of way at least it's just a sign of commitment has been shown you know the kind of, that's all that's all I'm because I'm gonna get it in the air come Sunday evening from whore anyway because you know I wasn't watching this competition. So <laughs> give me something back for, for the, the, the the air rate that I get on, on, on Sunday, you know. So um that's all I'm asking for job. That's
0: literally all I'm asking for. Yeah I think like I said earlier I think the players they, they owe themselves like a game. You know what I mean? Now, whatever the fans, they just show themselves a reaction and just show a bit of pride in themselves. But just, it's just oh, I'm just so frustrated that we know there's players in there. The likes of Godfrey, like it it turns out a display like Monday night. But I, I just don't know. I hope I hope, like colleagues said earlier, I hope there's nothing wrong within the squad and there's there's different things going on behind the scenes, but I just hope it is a confidence but just come out and just play for yourselves, lads. It's just I just, don't. I just it's frustrating. It really, really is. So we're getting into predictions for a start. constant screaming here again. <laughs> uh, Prediction for Sunday.
3: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be overly confident in anything. I, I kind of I dread these kind of early kickoffs and stuff because I do think Goodison kind of takes a while to get going, which is why we need to see something kind of early doors, a mm-hmm. bit of passion. I'm going to go one all, more in hope because we do need a result and I can't be kind of overly negative or I'll drive myself berserk for the weekend.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, deja vu. Uh, Chris, prediction? 2 2. 2 2. Okay, that'll be good. 2 2. Uh, uh, 3 1 to Spurs and Kane to score his goals. Start yeah. goals to evening. told <laughs> it to Chris now. we just gone <laughs> oh, the other side now. <laughs> Uh, right okay, then. I'm gonna go one I'm gonna go one all. Um like that i just, I just I'm just hoping for some kind of the reaction we didn't get uh, after the Watford match, I'm just hoping that we get it uh, because uh, I seriously think to lose four games in a row going into the, the national break would we'll just take any win that was in their sails, it So uh, I'm hoping for one all. Obviously we're all hoping for the win, but realistically I think one all and uh, like Chris said we'll be over so be an early start in the winnie like he says eight points deep hit the Goodison full of optimism and then five minutes in Hardy Kane 1-0 bang balloon bust it'll it boil game. over big time though if if we turn no. in the 45 minutes like Wolves there yeah, it'll boil the over the, big uh, time yeah they can't they can't uh, they can't put in another display like that uh, whatever about Watford being like it. 12 or 15 minute collapse but the 45 minutes the against Wolves was, was, was just shocking and we, like we said uh, last week uh, I'm just afraid that, that like, the fans will start turning on this team which nobody wants but uh, I think if this continues it'll start to get toxic really really well because uh, you have have uh, everything in, like this we need to sell everything like the people like, just don't want them Sometimes I think people want them to fail, so they say, oh, I told you so, but I don't know. It's, it's, he fails,
2: we fail, though, Joe, isn't it? I think,
3: yeah. I think any club who puts in, say, if we're to be very poor on Sunday, put in three poor performances back-to-back, that there's going to be toxicity in the in it in has the crowd, to be, right? yeah. like yeah. You know, And it's to be expected, because that's it's not acceptable to be putting in performances like that. And three of those in the bounce at home, four, four on the spin, you know, there's something wrong. And, you know... At the end of the day, we're paying customers and we're not we're not getting good service. So, we're right to, right to voice our opinions if if it is shit again the next time. So, I think the players will be aware of that as well. So, you'll be hoping that they will stand up.
2: The Bullock
0: hadn't too far away, it was he? they're the, the spin as well, haven't they? Last three or four of oh, the spin, I, I think. I, I was actually so last week. And I'm, 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 I'm at that stage... We're not at the stage. I'm close to the stage where you're looking at three worst teams, and it's. I mean, it's just with, with the fixtures that we have coming up, I just can't see where the next points are coming from. On, on current form, I mean, it's just. No, Norwich. Norwich are definitely going there's One Newcastle. Please God, take it down. <laughs> No, it's just that
4: Watford game. The only game I've watched was was on Monday night at the game. I don't watch any other football when we're crap. I won't watch match of the day. I won't watch Super Sunday. I won't look at the table. Mm. I just don't want to know. I I can't let it ruin me whole week anymore. Getting too Uh, old for that shit.
2: And life
3: isn't too bad when you ignore it, is it? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's tough Just before we go I just want to mention Dom uh, Was on uh, Monday Night Football I thought he'd done very well Spoke very well Very well he, yeah He's been he's been like that before Like He, he comes across In the media very, Speaks Speaks Very good You know And knows the stuff Where that It was a bit Rough Looked like were they up at a bear or something I don't know where they got that I think Tom Davis gave it to him <laughs> but, uh, yeah he's doing very well but uh, like you said you can see him analysing the, we spoke about or analysing the goals
3: position for him to be in as well when we're so exactly, bad yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. yeah exactly Yeah, yeah,
3: state, yeah. State the teammates like it said that it's not good enough you know and that it's yeah. like defending no, I can't throw him under the bus, so no, but you can't, you
0: can't, you can't let him, you can't let himself be seen to, to say that. It's, it's kind of a, it's a, poor situation for Sky to put someone in, like analysing their own team, especially when they lose. It's great if they, if they won't train early, but like, uh, yeah, losing like that, when I listen, I thought he done very well. Oh.
2: Just before he's gone, lads, two starts up front on Sunday,
0: has to be a Charleston, yeah, hundred percent, has to be. I don't see any other option. I just don't. Well, have you, do you think someone else will come in, Collie? Maybe yeah, good. Self and Rondon, no?
2: No, I was thinking oh. maybe Towson.
0: Oh, Towson, he has to the ball off.
2: hasn't kicked the yeah, ball no. Yeah, no. I think I, I, Rondon I, could be just behind the striker. I think he might do a 5-3-2. Uh, but he needs to start with three in the midfield. For me, anyway, yeah. if we to have yeah. any
0: hope... That's, why, that's why I think the three of will take away we just one striker. And it has, it has to be recharged, It just has to be. Because, yeah, uh, maybe so, yeah. Uh, we just said that Rondon, just like, he's just a statue. He's just he's just a waste of a player. Um, just hoping that Anthony Gordon comes. I know it's just... Repeat, repeat. But Anthony Gordon has to start ahead of Wobby. Or, listen, I wouldn't be surprised the way Rafa's going to... Grey steps out on Gordon and I'll be starting mm. because Grey just looks yeah. knackered the last couple of games he yeah. really really does Gordon or, called uh, up for England
3: 21s
2: today as
0: well by saying that yeah it's good. that's yeah. good
2: for the chap I'd say
0: yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. did anyone see the oh, training video was, oh I don't I watch them
2: Ellis Sims was back in training I don't know whether Ellis or Sims or, or Diego the, the midfielder couldn't make out uh, they'll mm. certainly remind me of Sims. so obviously there's another possible option coming up through the ranks but again Wait and see.
0: Yeah, well. this no, they, they don't get chances, Collie. Yeah. So he might might I be like on the bench.
2: contract, yet Joe. So yeah, sure he might be on the
0: going. bench to actually make, make the nine players, which we haven't had in a few yeah. weeks. So, yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Leave it there, Chris. I'll see you on Sunday. you will have a good time before the match. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I <I'll> go down here. <laughs> see you then, <laughs> boys. Yeah. See you go next care, week, very, right. Take, Take it easy, man
3: thanks for listening to the podcast. If you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club, just send an email to memberships at irish-toffees.com or visit our website www.irish-toffees.com. Up the toffees.